I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, episode number 19, Money Flow. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. Hello, everyone. I hope you are having an amazing day today. Can you believe it? We're in December. I hope you can look back at the year and see all of the amazing things that you have done and accomplished and really be able to kind of pat yourself on the back and celebrate those amazing things that you have done, but also the amazing person that you are. Even if you feel like you haven't accomplished everything you've wanted to, you are incredible. And I hope you take time to celebrate that today. I also want to say a huge thank you and I just feel so much gratitude for the launch of my brand new course and the response that it is getting and I just love to see what you guys are creating in your own lives in creating confidence with your money and all that can do to help you on the pathway to your goals and to your dreams and really what you want to create and who you want to be in this world. So if you haven't taken the time to go check that out, please check it out. It's at www.amberpetersoncoaching.net forward slash creating confidence to register. Let's talk about money flow. Did you know that money flows in and out of our lives? It does. If we think about it, we have money coming in all the time as income and we also have money going out all the time to exchange for the things that we want and need in our lives. And so this can make money a little bit of a challenge to define because it constantly changes on a daily basis. Money comes into our lives and just as quickly is traded for the things that we need and want. For example, if money comes into our bank account from our efforts, whether that be from work or the work of a loved one, like a spouse or a partner, we then take that money and trade it for things like groceries to feed ourselves and our families. If I were to say I have $1,000 in my bank account right now, that will immediately change after going to the grocery store and spending that money on food. And this process happens over and over again in our lives. So money really is rarely in a sedentary state. Even in saving and investing our money, if your money is an account that's tied to the stock market, it continually goes up and down with gains and losses in the market. Your bank account is earning small amounts of interest on the money you save, so your account changes too at a conference a while back and they did an exercise where several people got on the stage and were asked to bring up a small item that they had with them such as like a a pen or a pencil or a notebook then the speaker on stage showed a five dollar bill and that five dollar bill was traded to the first person in line for the pencil then that person traded the five dollar bill to the next person for a pen and then the next person traded that five dollar bill for the notebook And it went down the line until the person at the very end ended up with a $5 bill. And I love this example because it was a wonderful visualization for me because that one $5 bill went through so many people on that stage. I think there was like seven to 10 people on that stage and it all helped them acquire the items they wanted. And that same $5 bill could be reused over and over again. And it shows how money literally flows from one person to another to help them with what they need. Just like in our lives, we see money come in and go out to bless others. Now, what may not be as apparent 
into the example that I just explained that I saw on stage is that we may not always see how that money flows to bless others. So let's take an example. This is what it could look like. We may see that we have $100 coming in and we see $100 going out for groceries. What we don't see is that money that is given to the grocery store. Then through that money, that cashier that helped us at the grocery store has paid their income for working there and helping us with our purchase. She then takes that income and uses that to pay her mortgage for her home. Then the money is given to the mortgage lender as income to spend on, let's say they have a hospital bill. And then the nurse at the hospital gets that income and uses it for a service at a job that you work at and you are paid your salary and then it's used once again. So money is in a constant flowing state. It goes from one person to the next to the next and even back to us again. And it's all used to our benefit. That is an amazing thought to have with each of us because that also means that we're never going to run out of money. It can be used in an infinite number of ways that that money can be reused and reused and reused to help us gain what we want in this life to help give us opportunities to help our families get what they want and be in places that they want to be and really accomplish the goals that they're looking to accomplish. So money really is there to help us acquire things that we want, things that we need, gives us opportunities, allows us to have experiences. So that's really why we want money. Money in and of itself, let's say we have a $5 bill in the table in front of us. Money really is just paper that has some great markings and things on it. But in and of itself, it really does not serve us. I mean, I, I guess if you want to use it for a fire starter, <laughs> it would help, you know, start a fire. That piece of paper in front of us is not something that we really want. What we really want is the value that money has to trade for things that we want. So the really powerful impact of money is the ability to help us get what we want. Things like home to live in, food to eat, clothes to wear, experiences, services that make our lives easier, you know, and chocolate, of course, right? To name a few. Learning about how to increase the flow of money in your life is going to help you have the freedom to accomplish your goals and have opportunities to thrive throughout your life. So if money flow is so important, what blocks your money flow? You know, my son said something to me the other day that really caused me to reflect. He said, I only have $15 left to spend on me. He was referring to the recent check he received from work and he chose to divide up his money to different categories. One for tithing, one for long-term savings, one to for short-term savings, one to his current bills and responsibilities, and the rest is left up to him to spend right now. The $15 he was referring to was the money he had left to him right now. And I reminded him that all the money he divided up into long-term savings and short-term savings is still his money, but just at a later date. But it did cause me to reflect that he did not view the money in savings as his money. That somehow those funds were not meant for him. I thought this was very interesting. I considered how we view our money and how that can block or stop the flow of money in us. Your thoughts, mindset, and money beliefs can help you increase the flow of money in your life or it can block the flow of money in your life. And just like my son, if you have a scarcity mindset of money and look at the ways money is not available, it creates that result in your life. And let me explain using my son's example. 
So his circumstance was receiving a paycheck of a certain amount of money, a certain amount of dollars, and placing it into different accounts. This is very factual. And we can see the amount he placed in each of those accounts and how much was in his spending account. This is really important to know. The circumstance is just neutral. It's not good or bad. It's just facts. Then comes his thoughts about those facts. He had many thoughts about this, but let's focus on one. I don't have very much money to spend on me. And maybe you can relate to this. Have you thought about this in your own life? Have you ever had a thought, I don't have very much money left to spend on me? And if you've had this thought or one similar, how does it feel? Maybe take a minute to think about that. I don't have very much money to spend on me. How does that feel? I can tell you for my son, it made him feel discouraged. So from discouragement, what are some of the things he did? Well, he spun in his thoughts about how limited his spending power was. He kept thinking about what he would spend his money on and if it was what he really wanted to spend his money on. He had to make a decision on if he spends his money on this item now, he won't have other things he could spend his money on. He also distracted himself with other things so he didn't think about his money and there were actions he didn't take as in not choosing to find ways to bring in extra money with work or efforts around the home. He didn't use the amazing ability of his brain to solve what he wanted to create. So what was his result? So if we're looking at that, so his circumstance was he just got a paycheck and he placed it into different accounts. Then he had the thought, I don't have very much money to spend on me, which caused him to feel discouraged. Then from discouragement, he took some action or some inaction, right? So some of his actions were spinning in his thoughts, distracted himself with other things. He also chose not to find ways to bring in extra money. So what was his result? He didn't have the money he wanted to spend on himself. Our thoughts create our feelings, which lead to our actions and inactions, and then creates our result. So for my son's thought of, I don't have very much money to spend on me, it led to the feeling of discouragement, then to his action of spinning in his thoughts, not taking action to make more money. And his result is he didn't have the money he wanted to spend on himself. If we constantly think about how money is not doing what we want it to do, if we are focused on the scarcity we have with money or how not enough is coming in or how money comes to other people and not to us, or how we struggle with money, we put boulders in the path of our money flow. It blocks money coming in because we are so focused on how it doesn't come to us. Now, if we want money to flow more abundantly into our lives, then we need to look at our thoughts, mindset, and beliefs we have around money. A good place to start is to observe your thoughts. Do you find your thoughts are positive, negative, scarce, abundant? And those are just a few. What do you notice? It's also helpful to write down those thoughts so you can observe them. I always find that if I can see them on paper and get them out of my head, it's much easier to look at them and then observe them and then decide if those thoughts are serving me. So notice what comes up most often. Do you have thoughts like, we can't afford this. I struggle with money. There is not enough. Those thoughts then lead to your feelings, your actions, and your results. Over time, you develop mindset around those thoughts, and then you solidify your beliefs with money. Notice what you make money mean about you and about others, whether you have money or you don't have money. What do you believe about spending, saving, investing? 
Once we become aware of what we're thinking, feeling, taking action or inaction on and our results, then we can decide if this is serving you and your family. I also want to remind you that you can keep any thought, any mindset or any belief about money that you want. There are no right or wrong answers here. If you find a mindset and a belief about money is serving you, then keep it. But if you want to find a different result, if you don't like the results you're getting currently, then observing your thoughts will help you gain awareness to change those results. I hope all of you take time to think about the relationships that you're building around money and see if those relationships and what you think about money is helping money come into your life. And through having that abundance in money, you can then use that money in the ways that are going to serve you and your family and get you to the goals that you want to reach. I hope all of you enjoy this wonderful day today and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me today. Please let me know if you have any questions or ideas of things you want to learn about in upcoming podcast episodes. You can reach me by email at amberpetersoncoaching at gmail.com. And if you find this podcast to be beneficial and is supporting you in your goals, please leave a review. That way others can find this podcast as well. I appreciate you and look forward to taking this journey together.